Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be how Will Smith became an approval-seeking beta male. So this is now the fourth video that I've done this topic. This is my third video newsletter, and I did a podcast with Chunky and Esty talking about some of the interesting things that have come out because obviously Will Smith is one of the most famous actors in the world, one of the most successful. I, I think his net worth is somewhere around a billion, and he and his wife, I should say. And so this guy has a huge impact on culture, and he's kind of the gift that keeps on giving because a lot of people were really surprised at what happened when he slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars and what led to this particular outburst and then his crying and his emotions afterwards and people were obviously shocked and we want to one we want to understand why why did this happen and it just goes to show because i mentioned this a lot that we're gonna behave and act consistently with how we view ourselves to be whether the view is accurate or not and so all of us everybody watching this has had moments in our lives where things happen to us and so we make choices we decide what things mean to us and so there was a, a clip that started going around in the past few days it was from an interview that will smith did it was kind of like a little forum and i know um let me think who was there uh, michael kane was on this um God, I can't think of his name. The Just like four or five really famous actors were on this panel. And so it was this clip. And there was something that happened to Will at 15 years old. His girlfriend, his first girlfriend, cheated on him when he was 15. And so it's always amazing how traumatic things happen in life and what we decide to label it as. And then how that decision, like in this particular case, how a decision and a belief that Will Smith adopted of himself led to him becoming one of the most successful actors, but also created a weakness and a blind spot that would cause him to basically turn into, at least when it came to women, an approval-seeking beta male and tolerate all kinds of disrespect from the woman in his life, obviously his wife. And you may have heard me say, and I also mentioned this in my book, 3% Man, that no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. And so I'm going to go through this particular clip <clears throat> and read what he said in this particular interview. And this was The Hollywood Reporter. was Michael Caine. Um, God, I, why can't I think of that guy's name? He's in all of the, the commercials with um, – he's always yelling at everybody. Shaved head. I know, I'm, I'm sure I'll think of it in a second. I can't believe I, I got a brain fart. I can't remember this guy's name right now. But he's, so this is a quote. There's like five or six actors around the table. And I, I had liked this on my Twitter. So if you want to go to at Co Coach Corey Wayne on my Twitter feed, you can actually watch this particular clip. And so here's what he says. So he says, when I was 15 years old, my first girlfriend cheated on me. And I remember making a decision that nobody would ever cheat on me again and the way I was going to do that is by being the biggest actor on earth, right? So 
there's been this weird psychology that I've always felt like if my movies are number one, my life is going to work out great. And so those of you that are familiar with 3% Man, and if you haven't read it yet, you can go to understandingrelationships.com, subscribe to the email newsletter, and you can read it for free on my website. And so what happens is, is that there's basically two components to what really makes a man attractive to women. Obviously, having a purpose and a mission and being successful, but most importantly, competent at it. It's not necessarily about wealth and money as it is about being competent and having the confidence to go for the things you want in life and being successful at it. Because as I say often, confidence really comes from doing what you know how to do and doing it really well. And so that's one part of it, being a competent male. But the other part of it, the masculine part of it, is setting and enforcing healthy boundaries, displaying attractive masculine behavior. If somebody violates yourself and your dignity, you set and enforce healthy boundaries. And I remember an interview with Will Smith from, I don't know, it's probably in the last decade. I, it, he was being interviewed and I think I believe his wife was on it. And they were talking about when they were dating early on and they had a disagreement and she started yelling at him. And he basically at least at that particular time, set and forced a healthy boundary because of what he saw growing up. So growing up, he saw his parents arguing and yelling and screaming at one another. And he had made a decision that he was not going to have that kind of a relationship with his significant other. And so this particular instance, he got into an argument with Jada and she started yelling at him And he basically told her that if she was not going to talk to him in a calm manner and talk things out, that he wasn't interested in that kind of a relationship with her. And then he would end the relationship. And I remember her reaction as she was explaining it. She became feminine when she explained it. And she was surprised that he would blow up their relationship and end it if she was not going to talk to him in a calm manner and work things out. And so she respected him for that. And, but that was one instance. And he had a belief around that as well. And the belief was that I'm going to have a, the kind of intimate relationship where we talk things out and we don't yell and scream at one another. And if that's how you're going to be, I'm out. Because remember, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. And so in this particular instance, he set and enforced a healthy boundary And she respected him for that. She respected his manhood and his masculinity and his leadership role as the head of the family, the head of the household. And as she talked about this, she became very feminine and her demeanor softened. But that was just one instance. And there were so many, obviously so many other things going on in their life and their relationship where he basically allowed her to treat him like a doormat. And so this belief, this instance when he was 15 years old and his girlfriend cheated on him, he basically said, I'm going to become the most successful actor in the world and I'll be such an awesome man that no girl would be crazy enough to cheat on me or to do me wrong, basically. And that's great for helping you achieve things, but it creates a blind spot and it creates a weakness because on some level he's saying that if I become this, then I'll be loved and accepted. In other words... If I seek her approval and I behave a certain way, 
she won't cheat on me. But at the end of the day, women are always going to test you in subtle and sometimes not so subtle ways. The more weakness you display, the more bold and often disrespectful the testing is. But if you're always confident and you're always strong and you're always calm and you're always playful and you're always amused, the tests are very soft and usually just kind of playful, playful bantering. And so you can easily just see those tests coming and dissolve them and be amused by them and not get butthurt over it. But obviously enough things happen in their lives and their relationship to where she basic Jada, Will's wife, realized that he was soft, that she could walk all over him, that she could bully him and get her way. And this is what happens to a lot of probably the majority of men that are in marriages and long-term relationships over the decades that they're together. I have a close friend of mine, 10, 15 years ago, he was the man. He would put his wife in her place and stand up to her. Now he goes around walking on eggshells because he doesn't want to piss her off. He's afraid of upsetting her and he's completely changed. But this has happened over many decades. And these things happen slowly because women are relentless. They're going to constantly probe and look for weaknesses because they want to feel safe. They want to know, are you up to the challenge? Are you man enough to protect me to where I can respect you and trust your leadership? And the more a man falls down on that, the more a man is soft, the more a man allows disrespect to happen. And obviously we, we talked about in the other videos how Jada basically developed this relationship with the singer August or August or whatever the dude's name is. And then, and then if you watch the interview that was on her podcast where she says, I got into an entanglement. And he calls her out. He says it wasn't an entanglement. It was a relationship. But at the end of the day, she started a relationship with another man while she is married to Will Smith. And so the one thing that Will Smith, that drove Will Smith, the pain from that relationship where he got cheated on 15 years old, he develops this belief, but yet here he is all these decades later enabling his wife to cheat on him. And when you look at the body language, and, I just, and I'm not going to go through rehash all the other videos that he did, but you can see he, he treats her and looks to her like she's his mommy. And he's constantly seeking her approval. Because one of the other things that happened was that he always felt like a coward when he was a child because he never stood up to his dad when his dad was being abusive towards his mother. And so part of him feels like he's got to be the protector of women, but he does that to his detriment where he basically puts himself in a position where he's a doormat. And then what happens is very publicly, his very famous wife has a relationship in their marriage with another guy. Now, I saw a lot of the comments be like, well, but they have an open relationship. Well, if you watch the interview, it's obvious that Jada developed this relationship with the singer, August or Gus, whatever his name is, while they were married. And then she came to Will and said that she wanted a timeout. She wanted the hall pass in their relationship. And he begrudgingly granted it. And then he dated and hooked up with other younger attractive women which i mentioned obviously that's going to actually help because if he starts drifting towards these other women and away from her that help and then she you know 
it's obvious when you listen to the or read the words of the singer that she was having the affair with, he got dumped. And so, and then some of the other comments I've seen, people saying, oh, well, Jada's a narcissist and, you know, poor Will is the victim. I mean, at the end of the day, the great Don Shula said, weak, strong men blame themselves, but weak men blame others. And so that's why I see a lot of, you know, the guys, you know, trying to point the finger and say it's all Jada's fault. It's like, no, what a man does, a man says, this is my fault. Because Will Smith is the one that invited Jada into his life. He's the one that proposed marriage to her. He's the one that went through and married her. He's the one that stayed with her. He's the one that agreed to the open relationship and allowed it to continue. No one will ever do or say to you that you don't invite them to do. So to point the finger and say, oh, well, it's, you know, Jada's abusing. Well, you could say that, but at the end of the day, Will Smith enabled that behavior. And he's the man. He's the stronger one. He's the masculine one. And as a man, and what I teach, everything that happens in your life is a result of your best thinking about it. And so when someone says, oh, he, he, it, it's the narcissist's wife. It's all her fault. It's like, no, that's not how men think. That's how beta males think. That's how soy males think. Not alpha, alpha males don't think like that. Alpha males go, obviously, I must have done something. Maybe I didn't pre-qualify her properly. Maybe I was weak. Some, my thoughts... On some level, I did something to invite that person into my life and I allowed them to stay in my life and he didn't hold her accountable consistently. That's the big problem in all this because there were times in their relationship, especially early on, where he held her accountable where literally he was going to end the relationship over the communication issue and she respected him for that. But that was just one instance. If you stand up to her in one instance and then there's 50 other instances of you just acting like a total pussy then she's not going to respect you. And so you have to be consistent, overwhelmingly consistent. Because if you're consistent 50 times, but the 51st time you act like a bitch, well, at that moment in time, because women respond to how you're showing up in that moment, well, you're a bitch. And everything you did prior to that really doesn't matter. Because women, it's all about being in the present moment, how you're showing up today. And the guys that were crying in the comments about, oh, Corey Will's a victim of his narcissist wife. It's like, no, Will enabled this behavior. He invited her into his life. That was his best thinking when he married her. And so if he's allowed his woman to dominate him and he's put her in a position to be his mommy instead of his teammate, instead of his queen, well, that's on Will Smith. That's not on Jada. He allowed it to happen. He's the man. He's supposed to be the leader. And it's all on him. Just like Don Shula said, strong men blame themselves, weak men blame others. And so when I see people trying to blame women for being the way they are, I mean, character is destiny. At the end of the day, if you have somebody that's displaying a lack of character and you don't hold them accountable, then you're saying it's okay to continue treating this me this way. But if you hold people accountable and you say this is the red line and if you cross it, we're done, or I'm not going to continue to engage with you on any level or this particular level that we've agreed to, you have to set and enforce healthy boundaries. Because if you don't, people won't respect you. And that's what you see in the body language, the physiology, the tone of voice between Jada and Will, is that she doesn't respect him as a man. She's the mommy, he's a little eight-year-old boy in the relationship. And he did that 
to himself. But, you know, the root of it comes from this belief. I mean, there's several things, but this was obviously a big turning point in his life because he got cheated on. And yet here he is as an adult in front of the whole entire world as one of the most famous men in the world. His wife publicly cheated on him. At the end of the day, she developed this relationship with this singer while she was married to Will, while Will thought they were in an exclusive monogamous relationship. Because when you watch the interview, the one that was on her podcast, you can see he did not like it. He did not want to agree to it, but he went along with it because he was afraid of losing his wife. And that is the bottom line. He made that decision. And so that's one of the things I I roast people in the red pill community and I've seen the people in the comments wanting to blame women for everything. It's like, no, that's not how a man thinks. That's how a bitch thinks. A bitch blames women for their problems. A man says, I brought her into my life. Maybe my I didn't pre-qualify her properly. But at the end of the day, everything that's going on in your life and everybody that's in your life is the result of your best thinking. So if you've got a question or a challenge and you would like to get my help, go to understandrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. 